everyone. Welcome, welcome, and welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. And I mentioned earlier that I was going to be having a conversation with Lee Raffle, who's joining us here today. The book that she has written is I Hate Conflict. Now, Lee is someone that has been uh, working with people for over 35 years as a licensed marriage and family therapist and social and clinical social worker. She has also authored several books, has been on the Today Show, Good Morning America, uh, and uh, featuring controlled separation. She has hosted the radio show, Should I Stay or Go? Straight talk about trouble relationships. And been featured in uh, Psychotherapy uh, Networker, O and Oprah Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, and I can go on and on and on. But the question is, are we prepared to look at the conflict in our lives? And is there anybody out there that can raise your hand and say, I love conflict? No. That's why she's written the book, I Hate Conflict. Joining us here today, Seven Steps to Resolving Differences with Anyone, Benny, you get that? Anyone in your life. I got it. I got it. All right. <laughs> Lee, welcome to the show. Well, it is a pleasure to be with you. You know, there are some people that would actually say conflict and they'd hear it and feel it and then be totally in the other direction. You know, I, I mean, this is an issue that when we look at it, it crosses just about every category of communication we could possibly think about. And it goes from the, the most simplest view of conflict to our worst nightmare, which is war. That's correct. Conflict permeates every nook and cranny of our lives. We have disagreements with our loved ones, our friends, our relatives, our co-workers. And we see conflict in movies, television, and theater. We read about conflict in books, newspapers, magazines, and on the Internet. We are beset by wars that we do or do not want or certainly don't like. Well, and, you know, now we're getting a sense of it in terms of the political debates and some of the things that are going on, uh, you know, on air that we watch. But, you know, there was a little t a little rhyme that my aunt uh, taught us when we were kids. And I'm just going to I'm going to say it to you because this is, you know, I think uh, an important a part of this. And it, and it kind of goes like this. It, are you uh, uh, look, now I'm having a, a mental thing about it, <laughs> but it's about being right and it's about being wrong and it's about the story of being so sure you're right and being right all the time and have you ever been or felt so right about what you are but have you ever been so wrong and so it's this question of right and wrong and how we look at each other in terms of negotiating and looking at someone winning and someone losing why is this such an important or a hot topic for so many of us first of all we live in a self-indulgent culture, and conflict is on the rise because so many folks use belligerence, feuding, and fighting to get their way. Like it or not, we live on a very sorely conflicted planet. But there's good news um, because the central premise of my book, I Hate Conflict, is that conflict is a catalyst. It's an energy source that gives us an opportunity to deepen our relationships, to clarify our priorities, and to bring more ease and joy into our lives. 
I like to be optimistic here. You know, so, Lee, when you sat down to write this book, you know, looking at what's going on in the world, what's going on in relationships, and clearly, you know, we we have the statistics on divorce and so forth. Uh, You know, when we look at everything that's going around uh, in the world around us, uh, you know, where do we draw the line between being accountable for what we have done versus blaming and shaming other people? That's such an important question because let's go back to the whole issue of blame. The question is why are people so obsessed with blaming others? Well, the way I put it is our society condones blame. Just listen, look, at the, look what's in the newspaper. Look what's in television. Look what's uh, on the Internet. And, but in all our relationships, there's absolutely nothing constructive about what I call the gotcha game. And so, what is the gotcha game? Well, pointing the finger at you're wrong, I'm right. And then we're going back to that question. Why is the matter of who is right and who is wrong so important? Well, the way I put it is that because both, uh, both of the people want to save face and they want to look good in the eyes of others. And this is the bottom line. People become polarized because they insist on being right. They demand to be right. They feel entitled to be right. And they refuse to accept that they made a mistake. Can you believe it? Yes, a I can. A lot of people don't know how even to say, look, I made a mistake, I apologize, I won't do that anymore, and then they have to be specific about what they won't do. In other words, um, the whole bottom line is in terms of taking responsibility for self, for oneself, as you, the other person, can be right, and I can be right. But that's hard to accept. It is hard to accept. And, you know, one of the uh, challenges or what I think uh, the challenges that we talk about a lot and learns in terms of conflict is uh, conflict within our own family. Uh, And, you know, we joke about the fact that we we don't want the holidays to come around because we have to be in a room filled with our relatives. I mean, where do we even begin to repair some of those relationships? Well, actually, there's a story in my book about that. But let's put it another way. Um, Defensive behavior is what the accusations, the attacks, the assaults, um, that is what is so damaging to close relationships. And why? Because people detest being vulnerable. So without thinking, they attack their loved ones by treating them as adversaries and scapegoats instead of allies. Think about it. Defensive behavior is a cop-out when we refuse to take responsibility for our inappropriate conduct. So seeing the contribution that each person is responsible for 
really in terms of conflict, really requires an open mind. You you have to learn how to be honest and forthright. You know, when you started in this field and down the road of working with so many people, uh, you know, and, and I want to just mention to everyone that, you know, the book is I, I Hate Conflict, Seven Steps to Resolving Differences with Anyone in Your Life. And so, uh, you know, you identify some core truths in the book. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of the things you talk about, you say communication is not the same as conversation. And I wanted you to talk about that a little bit because we, we, we do tap into this idea of, well, you know, I, look, I've communicated. And so, uh, you know, how do we, how can we help our listeners understand the difference between communication and conversation? Well, one of the most difficult things to understand is confrontation because confrontation seems like uh, a very difficult thing to do, but a conversation about conflict means that how are the people presenting themselves? Are they surly? Are they cynical? Are they being obnoxious? How are they treating the other person? So in a conversation, one gets nasty and rude, and then the other one turns around and gets nasty and rude right back. <laughs> Absolutely. And what, have you, what are you going to get out of that? An argument that's going to escalate and go nowhere. So in my book, I really do not talk about winning and losing, except for the arrogant ones who really are convinced that I'm going to win this battle. But nobody wins the battle. <laughs> it's, it's not even a draw. Somebody may capitulate, but the battle didn't get won. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's not happening because what does happen is that a lot of resentment builds up, a lot of bitterness holding grudges, and all that is part of just plain being angry and not getting over it. Well, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Lee Raffle. I Hate Conflict is the book, Seven Steps to Resolving Differences with Anyone in Your Life. And we'll be talking more about Lee, with Lee about how each and every one of us can resolve some of those issues that have been haunting us for years. We'll be right back. become an Easter tradition for thousands. Easter services with the Center for Spiritual Living at Benaroya Hall. Join Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis for a celebration where all faiths are welcome. 9.30 a.m. meditation, 10.30 adult service, 11 o'clock family service. It's an experience of music and inspiration that will touch you in a whole new way. Easter with the Center for Spiritual Living at Benaroya Hall in Seattle. Info at spiritualliving.org. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces 
Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. See Vibrational Healer and Psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit hayhouseevents.com. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631 and leadershipsoulcoach.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Join Master Result Coach Alfonso DeRose at East West Bookshop in Seattle on March 30th at 1.30 p.m. for the Tao of Weight Loss. The key to maintaining your health and weight isn't in any diet. It's within yourself and your mind. And in order to achieve it, you have to take your risk. Visit TakeYourRisk.com and find out about Thinformation. This revolutionary weight loss method will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. Three ways to listen. On the AM dial at 1150, on the FM HD dial at 98.9 HD3, or online at 1150kknw.com. One great station. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Thrilled to have Lee Raffle joining us here today. The book is I Hate Conflict. And so we're talking with Lee about, uh, well, first of all, this, this book will outline for you different scenarios, but also will enable you to look at uh, some of the things that you can address, specific steps about moving forward. One of the steps in the book that you talk about uh, is step number five, be honest and earn the trust of others' uh, place in you. And so I wanted to talk to you about honesty and trust re regarding uh, conflict and resolving it. Okay. How important is that for us and how important is that to learn the value associated with trust and truth? Well, without basic trust, without the trust, the relationship is there's n no foundation. Mm -hmm. this, the trust is the foundation 
of any relationship that is worthwhile having. In other words, if two people are going to, one or both are going to lie, deceive, be sneaky, withhold information, um, exaggerate to the point that it doesn't make any sense, twist things around, manipulate, back again to the blamer, the other person. Uh, the the relationship is is not functioning in a very protective, safe manner. I could talk indefinitely about this topic. I mean, you know, it goes anywhere from mm-hmm. affairs to porn to gambling, all kinds of addictions to uh, uh, alcoholism, substance abuse, and so forth and so on, where people are hiding their truth. Mm -hmm. And so um, this is step number five. Be honest and earn the trust others place in you. Without that, well... You're on. Uh, you're going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, one, one of the backwards. things. Well, one of the things that you also talk about. I mean, and the reason I asked the question about trust and honesty is because uh, you know I I think that when we look at uh, having that conversation, that conversation about truth and being present in that conversation, I think it's probably one of the things that scares people away. And so you know, why do people go to such in, you know just incredible lengths to avoid conflict at any cost? Well, I talk about five conflict styles. The first being the the conflict avoider. Second is the conflict fixer. Third is the conflict goop-up, who really does a lot of sneaky stuff, manipulative stuff. Then I talk about the conflict antagonist and the conflict innovator. There's different ways to, to talk about conflict. And that's why I talked about first, in, the, in terms of the steps, speak politely. Common courtesies count. If you can't mind your manners... When you're communicating or conversing with others, where are you going to go? There's no respect. And that's not so good. Then the second step is swallow your pride and admit your mistakes. Well, if you can't step up to the plate and admit that, okay... It isn't so catastrophic if you make a mistake. It's simply that you admit it and apologize. I don't think that's so hard, but a lot of people seem to find it hard to do. The third step being seek to understand you have nothing to defend. 
which means that being defensive is going to get you nowhere, except to make everybody mad at each other. Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I do understand it. Let me go on a little further. So we got to the fifth step, and that's be honest and earn the trust others place in you because deception and deceiving others is not going to make people happy, is it? It's going to make them enraged, Mm -hmm. especially when they're found out. Number six, never wave a red flag at a raging bully. If somebody is having a, a temper tantrum, well, even with little kids, you don't have a temper tantrum back with the child. You bide your time and you speak softly and you let the kid have their raging temper tantrum and then... Uh, Later, you can settle down and figure out what was going on, if possible. But why antagonize a raging bully when they're already not in the right mind in the sense that they're just going off the rocker? I hope that makes some sense, too. And so I finish up with the seventh step, which is, Use encouragement and laughter to keep conflict at bay. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? Again, make conflict your ally, not your adversary. In other words, recognize the strength in the other person. Unless we do that, we're going to go into a very pessimistic depressing state of affairs. Well, you know, part of what you're talking about, I think, also stems from the fact that that it's extremely difficult for people to ask for what they want. I mean, even making decisions about which movie to go to. uh, And why is it so difficult for people to ask for what they want? They don't think that they deserve it. That's the honest to God's truth. They really don't think that they have the right to ask for what they want. Maybe they've been battered and bruised in the past. Maybe they are assuming a victim position and have always felt like a victim. Well, that's why they don't know how to confront or speak up and, shall I say, assert themselves in a polite kindly way and state what they will or will not do. Well, I, th- I think there are lessons that we could learn from this book uh, that you've written. I mean, things that we can do in our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And Lee, thank you so much for joining us here today. Why don't you give out your website so folks can find out more about the book and about you and what you're doing? Oh, my, my website is w www.leeraffle.com. All right. Thank you, Lee, for joining us here today. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning into the Dr. Pat Show. Tomorrow, Debbie Ford in the house, Linda Drake in the house, and much more. And remember that the key to happiness is inside of you. We'll be right back here tomorrow. Have a great one, everyone.